Hello, gatherers. Here at Indie Comics, we love supporting the publishers that make creator-owned stories. If you are looking for a new book and fresh adventures, check out Aspen Comics. They have many comics from Eternal Soulfire to Fathom Blue to Onibot, Swords of the Demon, to Sia Ohms, Lola XOXO. Aspen Comics deserves to be on anyone's shelf. Please shop at your local comic book store. Hello, gatherers. This show is brought to you by ComicWow.com. Love comics? Check out ComicWow.com, your media hub devoted to comics, the comic industry, and the pop culture that surrounds it. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the indie comic section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that is available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions to interviews to insider looks, this is Indie Comics with Jeff. This month we focus on DJ Kirkbride and Adam Knave's Amelia Cole. Welcome once again to another wacky and zany episode of Indie Comics. I am your host, Jeff, and I'm pretty sure you've heard me a time or two on The Gathering, on many a spot, and just whatever other shows you've had the pleasure of listening to. Today is the 3rd of February, 2016. Let us just see who else is with me here this fine day. Uh, this is Haley from The Gathering. And this is Tyler. Welcome, you two. It's always a pleasure to have you guys. Well, Tyler, you're kind of new to this, so you know, but it's a pleasure to have you still. Nevertheless, without further ado, let us broaden your horizons now when visiting your local comic book shop with another dose of Indie Comics with Jeff. Now, we're kind of structuring things a little bit differently this time. The way we've usually done in these episodes is that we've started with Picks of the Week. Now, what we're going to do, since this is a show in which we're only doing it twice a month, we are going to be looking at Picks of the Month, and I will be posting those to our website, grangygathering.com. It just kind of makes more sense. Which makes more <laughs> sense. I mean, it may, I mean, just when we were, I was noticing when we would be doing the Picks of the Week, we'd only be doing it once, and it's like, why would we just be doing five issues for an entire month when it's supposed to be a weekly thing? So let's do a top ten of the month, and you'll be able to see that at the end of the month on grangygathering.com. So, without further ado, we will head into our blast from the past this time, in which we were reviewing either an oldie, maybe, but a goodie. And what we are going to be looking at this week, guys, is we are going to be looking at Amelia Cole from Woo! Monkey Brain Comics. Yes, yes, Tyler, we <laughs> get it. Brain. You, yes, we get it. You <laughs> like Amelia Cole. <laughs> but anyway, Amelia Cole is a comic book saga that started in July of 2012 with the first issue of a six-issue miniseries that was titled Amelia Cole and the Unknown World. Now... Tyler, you first came into this book, uh, how abouts? Where, where did you get to it? WonderCon. I went to a panel which DJ Kirkbride, who we've interviewed, I think, twice already. Yeah, we did it at Kamikaze, I remember. I don't know and about the second time. But no, I think it was only once. And then okay. Yehudi, who we uh, interviewed at Comic-Con San okay. Diego, and uh, they were both in a um, this panel, which is probably one of my favorite panels in the world. It was called How to Make Awesome Indie Comics Awesome. And, okay. um and then it also focused on how to target towards kids and whatnot and like and adults at the same time. It was just a really cool panel. And literally three people showed up to this panel. It was Including the last you. it was the last <laughs> panel uh, on a Sunday of WonderCon. And um, Okay. It, it was it was amazing. The the panel was very intimate. Everybody got to ask questions. We got to know a lot. Uh, the people who were up there had a lot to say. And when DJ was talking about Amelia Cole I had walked by his booth a couple times before, and I was interested. Now, and did I know you yet when you went to this particular yeah, panel? Yeah, this was only two years ago. Okay, because it must have been uh, I must have been doing something else while you were at that, because I actually wish I would have gone to that now. Yeah, it was a great, great, great panel. Right. And 
so we were uh, so I was there, and I know I've known Yehudi from uh, because of Austin, and I liked what I heard about Amelia Cole, so I went back to to his booth and I said, you know what, I really want to pick this up. I, I want to read it, and he goes, awesome. And then I just kind of I met him again at different at the next convention, and then he goes, oh, you were at that panel. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then we just kind of now like just know each other because of that panel That's and he's awesome. a great guy and uh he knows how much i love amelia cole it is a phenomenal book and you'll hear more about it in a second oh yes we will. we will and we will definitely delve more into that now the story itself amelia cole is written by harvey and eisner award-winning writers dj kirkbride and adam p nave and artwork is done by a couple of people but most uh, prominently the pencils are done by nick brockenshire and colors are done by Ruiz Moreno, and letters are provided by Rachel Autumn Deering. Now, this is a very good group of people, yeah, guys. especially uh, Deering. Oh, De- Deering <laughs> is just amazing with the letters that she provides. I mean, she makes it just look totally flawless. And Ruiz Moreno, when he does his colors, it's like he makes it look so easy. He, he really does make, um, you know... Otherworld look awesome. Oh, Otherworld, you can't even begin to describe how he makes it feel. He makes it, he, he makes it come alive, and like I said, he just makes it look so easy. Where somebody like me tried to color something like this, I would just be epically failing. Yeah. I, uh, this is one of the comics where I try to get everybody I know, especially, like, you know, female. You know, I try to get, you know, women to read this book because, one thing, it has an awesome protagonist. Um, and it's just a great story and a great way to get into comic books. Um, definitely, definitely. And which I got Haley I was to read. about to ask that. I was gonna, <laughs> now, did you get Haley into this? Now, what she, do you think? Oh, I finished reading the first two. Tyler's behind. Yeah, so. she, she's farther than so I you've, am. <laughs> so you've read volumes one and two then so far? Yes. Okay, what are, what are your impressions so far? What do you think? Um, I'm a little upset I haven't read three and four yet. Oh, well, you'll get there. You'll get there. And um, it was, I mean, I'm a Harry Potter fan, so there was a nice so segue between magic and technology and yeah. getting into comic books for the first time, right. really. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I just want to get on more and have Tyler read them. Now, yeah. in looking <laughs> at this book, what do you say was probably the more, uh, the more attractive quality? Was it the writing, the actu- like the actual story, or did the artwork really pull you in? If you had to pick the two, which really drew you in more, you think? Um, I don't know. I think I really enjoyed the story and like the writing. Um, okay. it, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of my little sister, like the character, her, uh, Amelia Cole. Okay. Uh, so reading it, I had that little tie-in, and then I... I told my sister to look into it, so oh, okay. I think that's where like my tie-in really is, but the whole you know story of it in general. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. The we'll relatability more, factor. Yeah, we'll talk more about this in the next episode when we actually do the oh, book definitely. club discussion, we'll, and we'll probably and we'll have an interview hopefully with DJ, or we'll have questions, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll contact him and get some more in-depth questions and incorporate exactly. that next episode. Um, keyword being hopefully because you know he is a very busy guy and everything oh, yeah. so you know he we always have to take that into consideration but you know we're all good buds so hopefully he has some time to to spend for us now in a nutshell the story revolves around the protagonist amelia cole who lives in a world where both magic and te- technology exist through though the barriers themselves between the two are slowly being broken down amelia must become the protector and help the omega company in its battles with magical entities so you know What's not to like about this, guys? You have a little bit of a technology factor here. You got magic. I mean, what's not to love? Yeah, she has this whole, like, um, you know, superhero-ness kind of just thrown at her. And yet she's not intentionally trying to be a superhero. She's, yeah, she just, doing, wanna... she's just doing what's right. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a, uh, yeah, a vigilante. She just wants to fix stuff. She just wants to, <laughs> yeah, she just wants to be the problem solver. 
So it's like, I mean, yeah, there's definitely that superhero fixture about her, but she's not trying to intentionally be a, a new age uh, uh, Zatanna or whatever. She's, yeah. ju- she's just trying to do what she is. And, you know, I hate bringing in Zatanna here, but, you know, it's she's a magical c- character too. So, you know, you got to take it like it is. Oh, I love Z- Zatanna. Is it Zatanna or Zatanna? Uh, I've heard Zatanna. I've heard Zatanna. I've heard Zatanna. <laughs> to be quite honest at this point, I think whatever works for you, just call her that. Tomato, tomato. You know? Tomato, tomato. Exactly. <laughs> tomato, but, yeah. Cole. And um, <laughs> I do thing. love the title that she eventually takes, though, in, in the series, is the that protector. she becomes the protector. It's like, it sounds so profound, really, when you think about it. Yeah. What, what do you think? No, I, I, I like that. I like the name. It's uh, just kind of, not like, I don't want to say generic. It's just like the one thing. It's like, if there was somebody to protect people, might as well call him the protector. Exactly. <laughs> there's nobody it's else like, there. <laughs> exactly. It's almost utilitarian, really. It's like, there's no real utter... Uh, different purpose behind it. She so, is a protector. So, so why call her anything her else? At this point? What else? Perfect. What else is she gonna be? I mean, if there was like ten other people, then maybe you have to be a little bit more. The guardians. You know, yeah, you're, you know, or you have <laughs> to be a little bit guardians, more. Yes. Um, yeah, just I, I don't know, just more creative. But <laughs> when you're the only one, it's oh, so definitely. limited. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. I am Nate. I'm Nate. I'm Nightshade, and you're like, why? Why didn't you? Like, why? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> titles. I don't know. Sometimes titles of these characters can just be so superfluous. Sometimes, and it's like you know, it's really unnecessary. But for someone like Amelia Cole, she is the protector because she <laughs> protects. I mean, yeah. there, there's no real, real other way to go around it. But also, the way she looks, guys. She she doesn't really look like an an assuming superhero either. I mean, no. roll get up. I mean, if you had to describe it, tell her essentially what does she wear when she's doing her stuff. Well, okay, well she's given something else, but uh, I, I mean I, she's given something else. Well, what does she typically do? We know all well, that in the story. Well, and I'll talk about it next week. She is basically like Buffy. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's you look at her and you're like, I don't really see a superhero out of her, but she is anyway, and that's right. what's cool about her. Um, like there, uh, the Buffy, the Dollhouse, um, both by Joss Whedon. Uh, I, there's another person I can't think of right now, but it, she, it's just kind of like, I don't want to say it's overdone because, you know, it's still really cool and it's, they're still good role models, but it, it is something that's been done a couple of times. It's a trope that has been used before. Like, sure. The one badass girl who definitely doesn't look like a badass whatsoever exactly. is the badass. So exactly. she just kind of wears regular clothes. That's I mean, well, I mean one, Overalls. That, one that comes to mind that's kind of in the same skein, probably not exactly the same kind of storyline, although there is magic involved. One that comes to mind for me is uh, Anita Blake. The, the vampire huntress yeah. that deals with that. So she doesn't take on real assuming uh, looks. She doesn't try to be uber sexy or something like that, like some no. superheroines try to be. And I get that feeling with Amelia Cole right here. She doesn't really need to look all flashy to do what she does. She just wants to be her. She just Self. Wants, yeah, she just wants to be herself. She wants to protect people while she's doing it. What so, do you think? I don't know. What do you think? I Haley? think she'd rather be comfortable because she seems to like to eat a lot. Yeah. I was going to say, she does have kind of a healthy <laughs> appetite on her in the whole book, doesn't she? She doesn't ever get to eat, really, but she, uh, she, she plans on it. She, she plans on to. eating, exactly. That's, why, <laughs> that's one thing I'm actually looking forward to when the series is finally done. Let her have that buffet she finally wants. Right? Let, let her finally sit down and have herself a good End meal. And the series with a grand buffet for her. Exactly. Have the ending be just a big buffet her full, and of, Gollum, full of food right there. And just go, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I mean, it, it would just be great. I mean, it, it, And it would be perfect for her, too, especially with all the trials that she's been through up to this point. Point. You've only read a couple of them so far, but it gets even That's more not my fault. when it comes to vo- volume three and four. <laughs> now, currently the story has been collected into four compiled trade paperbacks thus far, centering on a specific storyline. Now, it starts with the tale of Amelia Cole and the Unknown World for volume one, which is followed by Amelia Cole and the Hidden War for volume two, along with 
Amelia Cole and The Enemy Unleashed for Volume 3. Mm-hmm. And it's following into Amelia Cole and The Impossible Fate, which is Volume 4. Now, the story is beginning with its fifth and final arc this year. In fact, it just started, I believe, the first issue came out last month in January. And it starts with uh, this story called Amelia Cole versus the end of everything. Which sucks, but, you know. It, it does suck, yeah, because we've can, become so attached to the story. But at the same time, I'm wanting to see what kind of conclusion we are going to finally see with this. Yeah, that's true. But but it's strange, though, because the the versus the end of everything makes me think almost of uh, Scott Scott Pilgrim for some reason. <laughs> it sounds like a very Scott Pilgrim-y it's type, t- type, uh, type uh, title to me. But I love it. So it's like I can't really say anything against it because it it fits her. It it really it really does. So, but what is who who owns Monkey Brain? Is it Top Cat? Uh, Mon- uh, Monkey Brain actually is uh, a company that was started by Chris Roberson, by a by a comic luminary uh, Chris Roberson and his wife. And Roberson is he's he's very prolific. He's done work across so many uh, publishers. One that I ju- can just think of off the top of my head was. He was one of the last writers on the Superman series before New Fifty Two started, and uh, he's just—he's amazing. He's, oh, well, you know what? I think it's IDW actually, and he does work for IDW as well. Yeah. Okay. So Monkey Brain is owned by IDW. That's weird. Well, well, essentially, it's his own company, but they have a contract with IDW that they can get their works done in a print format with. Well, that's weird. You know, I would think because that they would Monkey Brain be ongoing because Monkey Brain is totally digital. Monkey Brain is all digital. In fact, that's how all the Amelia Cole uh, books start is on digital yeah. format. But IDW has a thing going on with Monkey Brain so they can get them done out in a hardcover format for, obviously, the type of customer that wants it actually in a hard copy format. Like me, because I love holding this art. <laughs> exactly. We're the traditionalists. We love to actually have the darn book in our hands. And, you know, sometimes a Kindle just doesn't cut it. Yep. <laughs> anyway. I mean, yeah, it's nice. But you know what? It's not for everybody. So, Yeah. This year, we're going to see the fifth and final arc finally done with Amelia Cole versus the end of everything. So, I don't know how you can have like a more like, like just drastic, just kind of like, <laughs> this is the end title. I wonder uh, if they're going to have another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, until DJ decides he probably wants to do some revamping or reviving, but well, who knows? You you know, that's up to Amelia him. Cole and everything is dead. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Wow. And if he's listening to this right All now, right. We're, totally, we're totally sorry, DJ. Just kidding. I'm just joking. Anyway, <laughs> we, we are totally sorry, DJ. Sometimes Tyler says things he does not understand. <laughs> it's the coffee. He had a lot exactly. of coffee. And, are you um, drinking more right now? But yeah, that's what's good about um, Amelia Cole is that it's published digitally through Monkey Brain. So if digital is your thing, you can go to them. But it's also available in print format through IDW Publishing. So if you're very much a seeker of trade paperbacks, like some people I know, Tyler, you will definitely appreciate the printed formats through IDW. But enough about the whole book. We are going to be looking at this creator himself right now. And we are going to our next section, Creator Spotlight, Who Dat? Udet is DJ Kirkbride. Now, DJ Kirkbride is a comics writer as well as an editor best known for his co-creation, Amelia Cole, and the many adventures that she has taken on in the books on behalf of Monkey Brain Comics. But in addition to his work he has done for Monkey Brain, he has also been a co-editor and writer for Image Comics' Pop Gun anthologies. Now, have either of you tried Pop Gun um, anthologies before for Image Comics? No, I haven't. It is a comic that is... It's off the wall everywhere. There is something literally for anybody. I mean, if you like anything crazy, it's like it can buy, it's a melange of things that are crazy and yet it all works. And DJ is all over this book and part of 
why he won his Harvey and his Eisners was for editing that particular series, Pop Gun. And like I said, he won an Eisner and a Harvey Award for the for his editor work editorship of the uh, of this work. But he's also co-written and edited other works, such as Titmouse Mook. He's also done Fireside Magazine, which I am especially fond of. He's done. I've never I've read it yet. Oh yes, definitely. I definitely I definitely recommend it to you, Tyler. You have to read it. And Outlaw Territory. But he's also been involved with other uh, few uh, publishing companies as well. He's um, through Dark Horse. He has written the superhero miniseries Never Ending, and he has done a series for uh, IDW that is called The Bigger Bang. Now Which this I'm, is the one that I am really excited for. Oh, absolutely! Remember, like at WonderCon we, during the interview, especially we were just geeking out over this thing. I, yeah. I really want to read that after I'm finished with Amelia Cole. It's a, it's a total space uh, opera type comic book. And except with the idea that Bigger Bang is that this guy essentially is in a universe that's only him now, and he wants to atone for his past sins. So he's going to try to seek another reality from which to find redemption. So he literally is the Bigger Bang, and I want to see what, what he really does with this. I'm so excited for the book, and I'm just I'm going to be reading the heck out of that, and I hope we are just going to see some good things about it. But, hey, it's DJ, man, so we can't really say that it's not going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. And in addition to his comics writing, DJ, amazingly, you'll like this title, he's also written a book of poetry, and it's called uh, Do You Believe in Ninjas? <laughs> Which I think is just utter, utterly amazing. Do you? I believe don't think in anything ninjas? is more poetic than that. Oh, so. th that's about as poetic as you can get. I mean, you can't really get any more poetic than that. Do you believe in ninjas? Haley, do you believe in ninjas? Well, I do now. <laughs> oh, you do now. <laughs> oh, so you're a believer now. I see how it is. Uh, too and many he, references. And he has uh, published... <laughs> And he has done this, uh, Do You Believe in Ninjas, through uh, Creative Guy Publishing. So you can see this guy really is on the independent circuit. Much of his work is owed to either IDW or to Dark Horse. He really is the, the epitome of one who likes to work on the independent circuit. And damn it, Tyler, I really wish I would have been at that darn panel that he was at now because I, <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to be a part of that so bad. Oh, it was, it was phenomenal, and it really like, it, it was so cool. <laughs> I, must have been, I must have been just hiking it up in Artist Alley the whole time while you were doing that, so that's probably what my problem was. That was if, I, finally, that, if I only had time travel abilities, I wanted to go back and see that. That's that was directly the year after of um, my, my favorite panel ever, which was the Gene Lewin Yang one oh, where yes. it was just him. Yes. But, uh those two are probably my two favorite panels I've ever been I've ever experienced. So, and for those that may have missed it, we did Gene Luen Yang uh, two months ago when we were talking about Boxers and Saints. And go to your local comic book store and try to get that because one amazing book. And without further ado, thanks for tuning in, guys. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our new website, GrandGeekGathering.com. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us. We love comments, questions, and requests. Email us at GrandGeekGathering at gmail.com. To stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we also stream on Twitch TV. To find Amelia Cole, check out your local comic book shop and Monkey Brain website. We highly support local businesses. Music is provided by bensound.com. This show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a wonderful week and... GGG! Amelia Cole. it that long. The end of everything. Wow. <laughs>